Hey, hot dog. What the fuck you in such a big hurry for? It's all them maniac drivers out there. Slow down. Had to warm up the Jeep for an hour. No de-icer to be found. Man, I'm already running late. Ain't got time to sit around. Just remember those roads are icy. Slippery, not a good time to freeze. I'd rather be a little late. And get down one piece. No, I won't break, check the moron. Following too close to me. God forbid I'll lose control of my own car and slide into a tree. Just remember, this ain't no race. You can do a speed decrease. You don't need higher insurance. Just get there one piece. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Everybody, better safe than sorry. That's right, bitches. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. Thanks, Ed. That was beautiful. Stop lying to me. Are you fucking crazy? I'm terrible. This is, this is, this is my own damn show. Which way, which way, switch way does the river flow? Stick sands the stones. They might break your bones, but words hurt forever. And truth destroys the dream. Fuck yeah, words hurt forever. Dream. Welcome to Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man. I got a hundred dollars that says Bill Belichick is going to the Dallas Cowboys. Coming out of Texas this morning is a rumor. Being that I love rumors, I'm listening carefully and passing it on to you. Green Bay Packers packed that brown yesterday right up the butt of the Cowboys on their home fucking field. Did you see that shit? That was shockingly embarrassing. Were the players there? My God, that was bad. Anyway, I guarantee you McCarthy's fucking finished, and the rumor is Jerry Jones shopping for a new head coach, and it might be Belichick. I know everybody believes Belichick has checked out for his retirement. I bet he comes out of retirement if the offer's right. I don't know. At least just to stick around long enough to get the team in order. You know what sucks, and this is where I blame dickhead JJ. That'd be Jerry Jones. If you're hearing this, Jerry, listen carefully. One of the biggest problems with Dallas Cowboys is you. That's right, arrogant ass. You know nothing about the fucking game. You may have played when you were in fucking college at Jimmy Johnson, but that means dick. I wipe my dick off with your football track record as a player, Jerry Jones. You need to keep your ass off that field, and you need to keep your ass out of coaching. Unless you're going to go down there and coach that team yourself, fuck off. Typical. So typical of highly arrogant owners. I'm not talking about owners protecting their investment and their business. I'm talking about the arrogance of the owner to believe he could run every department of that company better than anybody. And he's really got it in his head that he's got that skill down better than anyone. 
You know what the end result is? Owner hires somebody because they got the skills to do the fucking job. They train them up, tell them what they want done, and they put them to work, but they can't leave them alone. Regardless of how good things are going, like the season McCarthy was having, arrogance, self-gratification, and impatience just slam right the fuck into each other. And here comes the owner every fucking time. Every time. It gets critical. We're down to the wire. And dipshit's going to come in and start spreading his shit all over everything and fuck it up. All the cylinders are running. Everything is running accordingly. We're going in the right direction. Here comes that owner. Going to fix what ain't broken. He's going to infect it with his shit. His personal Kenos Mas Macho shit. He's got to be part of the win somehow. Good players in a good game and destroy it. And then blame him for it. Yeah, it's typical. Typical pattern. The problem is Jerry Jones. He keeps running off and ruining great coaches because he keeps sticking his arrogant nose in everything and fucking it up. Keep Jerry Jones away from the coach. Period. Off the sideline, and the Cowboys will improve, and maybe the cheerleaders' boobies will get bigger. All right. <laughs> Before we talk about the Iowa caucuses, Stan the Joke Man is going to give all those folks up there freezing their asses off today a few cold jokes to spread around. Here we go. So cold I had to thaw up my beer. Fat house next door is having a toga party with sheets of ice. Every crime in Oklahoma has become a cold case. Refrigerators are fucking redundant. Fresh batch of cold jokes for all you fine folks in Oklahoma and Iowa freezing your asses off today. So-called Lady Liberty's nipples are hard. So-called I saw an Amish guy running extension cords. Ice Cube changed his name to Luke Warm. It's so cold I'm farting negative two wind chill factor. So cold, my hot flashes told me to fuck off. Caught a cop tasing his nutsack. Finally, Saddam cold Jeffrey Dahmer's greeting everyone with a handshake. All right, let's go on up to Iowa. We're on our way to Iowa. On the way, we're gonna stop by and see Buddy Holly here. This is. Actual raw audio of Buddy Holly in a soundproof studio so many years ago recording one of your favorites. Crying, waiting, hoping you'll come back. I just can't seem to get you off my mind. Crying, waiting, hoping you'll come back. You're the one I love And I think about you all the time Crying My tears keep falling all night long Waiting It feels so useless I know it's wrong to keep crying Waiting Hoping Not quite as raw as Robert Johnson sitting in that little hotel down in San Antonio recording shit, but 
It's a close second to raw audio of one of the legendary greats. You know, you want to tell me that guy couldn't sing? What are you fucking crazy? He was unique. So was this guy. Big bopper as much as oh, I'm so tired of this song. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the big bopper speaking. <laughs> oh, you sweet. Shut the fuck up. Um, Richie Valens, another one of the natural born talents. told him that Donna was a whore. Anyway, um, I bring up those three young men because, well, Iowa murdered them. Yeah, they sure as hell did. The day the music died, and you want to tell me Iowa did not kill those three young men? Why, that night, director of the municipal airport there in Clear Lake, Iowa, called a young man, woke him up at home to come fly those three young men to the Dakotas. Yeah, called a pilot, very young, wasn't even instrument rated. He's a young guy, had a young wife and I believe a baby at home. Yeah, he wasn't even instrument rated. And they woke him up. You got to fly the Dakotas tonight. We don't care if you're not instrument rated and the ceiling's only 1,100 feet. Would eventually drop to only 900 feet. You're going to fly blind, boy. But hold on to your seats, folks, because it gets fucking worse. Young pilot gets up, starts getting dressed. Meanwhile, back at the ballroom, Tommy Alsip. And Richie Valens, they do the coin toss right there in the hallway of that ballroom as to who was going to get on that plane. Of course, Richie won. They all jumped in the station wagon, went out to the airport, hopped on that plane. Young pilot got there, took off, flew around the airport a couple of times and began heading in the direction of the Dakotas with the director of the airport and the tower watching closely. Admitted in his report later that, yeah, he saw the lights of the aircraft descending almost immediately. Not like in like a high, fast dive or anything, just a slow descent. But quickly enough, he noticed. Well, they go below the tree line. So what does the director of the municipal airport do? He picks up the radio. He tries to contact him. Huh, doesn't get an answer. Tries to contact him again. Doesn't get an answer. Does he go get in his car? Drive out there, shine his lights in the field, see if he can see any wreckage? No. He went home and went to bed, folks. I know Buddy Holly was dead on impact. Half his brain was gone. Big bopper. His fat was broke. His back, his ass, his neck, everything was broke. Yeah, he was thrown like 70 feet away from the point of collision. He ain't living. Meant they didn't have the jaws of life back then, so they had to use, I think, an old plow and an old international tractor to try to pull the plane apart to get the pilot out. I'm pretty sure he was probably dead on impact, too. It's the Richie Valens autopsy report that kept me wondering. I found it to be vague at best. What do I believe? I think that kid laid out there in that field and he fucking froze to death. That's right. That's what I think, and the reason why that investigation is still open to this day 
is because the lie has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. They're fucking my music up. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the Iowa caucuses. Well, I don't really pay too much attention to them. Why the fuck would I? Can you recall the last time Iowa caucuses got anything right? They chose Mike Huckabee over Mitt Romney. Then neither one of them made it at all. It was fucking John McCain who became the presidential nominee back in 08. Yeah. We're back in 16. Rick Santorum. Yeah, they chose by more than 30 points. Santorum ended up taking the lead in North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado. Of course, Oklahoma, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee. Then he dropped completely out of the fucking race. Hey, Pete Buttigieg. He edged out a win in Iowa before getting sodomized nationally. Wasn't that fun? How about Ted Cruz? Now, I've got to give Iowa props for this one. I'll give you props for this one, Iowa. I am so happy that you chose last election. You chose Ted Cruz over Donald Trump. And I want you to know I really fucking appreciate that. It shows you're not dumb. Yeah, you definitely chose the lesser of two evils there. Teddy Cruz, just a spoiled little shit ass from Texas. I mean, he is a spoiled, rotten brat, just like the rest of them. But at least Teddy Cruz isn't dangerous to the country, okay? Oh, and I hear the excuse makers right now. Oh, uh, that stupid shit be real dangerous to the country. No, 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 no. No, no, you're responsible for Trump. He is the most dangerous. There's a a YouTube channeler, Ward Carroll, who I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. Very intelligent man. Very smart man. And I really love hearing what he has to say. I think he's a very fair, balanced man. I was so put off by his, one of his most recent videos about Lloyd Austin. Just, it's unacceptable and it's outrageous. And it's like, listen, stop it. You didn't piss that much about Donald Trump taking classified shit home that it was illegal for him to fucking have it all. So stop it. Stop trying to make it a bigger deal than what it is. It is a fucking big deal. It is a big issue. It must be dealt with, and I have no doubt it's being dealt with accordingly, and it'll never happen again. Okay? So that's the fucking end of it. That's the end of it. Stop trying to use it as an excuse for your boy. You are. Every fucking time somebody slips up just a little bit, you try to explode it into a far bigger issue and trail off into a zillion different avenues to get away from your shame. By the way, at this point, I'm not necessarily talking to Ward Carroll, not knowing the guy personally, but by that response that he put on YouTube, come on, it's a no-brainer. You're not going to be able to duck out of your shame. It is yours. It's going to be attached to you for the rest of your life. Just by your reaction, Mr. Warden, Mr. Carroll, I, I could tell that, um, yeah, you voted for Trump just by that fucking reaction. Yes, I got you figured out. Is you're so fucking far out of touch, and you are. You can't relate. So it's not all your fault. You're just out of touch. So stop trying to pretend you know exactly what's going on for every fucking body exactly like I'm doing right now. But this is my fucking show. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I'm being stupid now. I'd say the big difference between me and Trump supporters, the fact that I can fucking back everything up. I'm a gambler and I'll take chances, but I'd rather bet on a sure fucking thing.
a sure fucking thing, let me tell you. Your pussy boy is not it. Mighty Mouse House Speaker Mike Johnson calls to fire any federal workers who take part in a planned walkout over the Gaza policy. Federal employees deserve to be fired if they participate in a planned walkout to protest President Biden's handling of the Israeli war against Hamas, House Speaker Mike Johnson says Sunday. Reported workers in at least 22 agencies plan to protest Biden's policy involving Gaza by joining the work stoppage Tuesday. Well, thank you, Speaker Johnson, for sticking up for the president. Finally, government working together. Yeah, you walk off your job because of something that's going on in another country you deserve to get your fucking ass fired. Okay? How do I feel about what's going on in Hamas? I'm sickened by it. I'm sickened by it. They're coming down on Palestine this morning, screaming and yelling, saying, hey, you know, a Palestinian killed some Israeli women. Well, you know what? You guys are in Gaza every day killing women and children. Here's how I feel. Listen carefully. Israelis and Palestinians, you both have the same fucking problem, which is your leadership. Palestinians, Hamas has got to go. First fucking member of Hamas I caught trying to set off a pop bottle rocket in my backyard to get his fucking head blown off. Yeah, that is not big talk. What's the alternative? Huh? Stick that rocket up his fucking ass. That'd send a message. Promise God you would protect your family and your home from them crazy motherfuckers and anything outside that could hurt them. And now you're letting them shoot pop bottle rockets off on the top of your building so Israel can come and level the whole fucking block? Not from this yard, motherfucker. Yeah, I'd be one dead son of a bitchin' member of Hamas and all his fucking friends, too. Get rid of Hamas and you won't see Israel around anymore. Now, right back at fucking Israel. When are you guys going to stand up and say no more Benjamin Netanyahu? That's it. When are you going to get rid of that fucker? I swear, as I sit here now, as God's child, as you are, if you get rid of Netanyahu and Hamas, you will see Israelis and Palestinians coming together. You will! but you don't believe it. You don't believe a fucking thing beyond your own hate. You don't believe anything beyond what serves you beyond the bridge of your own fucking nose. If the soldiers in Hamas got the fuck out of Gaza Strip right now and lift them people alone and let that aid flow in and let them fathers deal with Hamas... And as far as the self-interested equivalent of Donald Trump over in Israel, Ben Netanyahu, he's got to go. So the two-state solution will finally be upheld without Netanyahu breaking agreements and his word once again to bulldoze more Palestinian territory to make way for more Israeli settlements. And everybody points a finger at, at Palestinians as though they're wrong for defending their territory and their land and who they are and their homes. This is called ethnic cleansing, folks, what's taking place over in Israel right now, whether you want to admit it or not. Every foot that is on that soil belongs to a child of God, 
regardless of your fucking petty differences, and they are petty. They're petty. Nobody gets the message. Nobody. Christ teaches you redemption and forgiveness, and then Muhammad teaches you to, hey, 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 don't be interrupting anybody's prayer. Who are you to say how somebody prays to our maker? Right over their fucking heads it went. Yeah, nobody gets the message. And here's the other one. Get rid of Hamas and Ben Netanyahu and leave these kids alone. And you'll see everything to come together as one. I believe that. I really believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up at the Stand the Joke Man show, property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon. Apple and Amazon and whoever the hell else doesn't choose to uh, censor me. I want to say thank you to Tumblr. Boy, for getting on board. They're putting my stuff out there, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Tumblr. Look forward to doing business with you down the road. Y'all rock your shit solid. I will be back on Wednesday. We're not going to do bombing down poinsettia this week. I just I got to have a week from it. I got to stay away just for a week or so, okay? It's healthy to get away from it just for a second, and I've got two really heavy chapters to go, and then I can, yeah. What am I hoping to accomplish from the book? I don't know. It's just an empty road, and I'm going down it, as usual. <laughs> I'm just doing it for the hell of it, folks. It's, I've been told too many times. It's a story that needed to be told, so I'm fucking telling it. Y'all have a great Tuesday. Burn your shit solid. See you high noon Wednesday. Bye, Candios, mi amigos. See the storm.